Welcome to another exciting episode of Fight Insight, the podcast that brings you all the latest news, updates, and analysis from the world of mixed martial arts. I'm your co-host for today, Brady Bunch. It's good to be back. And as always, I'm here with Timmy B. Today, we're super excited. We talk French, discuss people being wimps, and talk about UFC Road to Asia. We're going to reveal Timmy B's perfect judging fix. Oh, that's extra. I put that in there, extra. We're not doing that today, but let's hit it. Yeah, let's hit it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Fighting Sight Podcast. Let's talk. Oh, I added that in there by extra, by accident. Uh, This week, our guest made a statement at BKFC 43 by dominating her opponent for five rounds and landing a devastating highlight reel knockdown, which will go on forever on their promos, I swear. She's a French-Canadian from Quebec City who moved to Miami, I think, but today she's in Quebec City. She's an MMA fighter turned bare-knuckle fighter who also turned heads with her Harley Quinn-inspired outfit, which was awesome. She is the number three ranked flyweight in BKFC. Everybody, please welcome to the podcast, Jade Masson-Wong. Hey. Hello, how are you? Bonjour, Jade. Comment Bonjour, ça va? ça va bien, vous? Oh, well, okay, that's it for my French. I took it, I took it up to grade 12 only so that I could visit Quebec City on the uh, grade 12 French trip. But uh, my French is, it's very poor, my French. Very, very better poor. than nothing. Okay. <laughs> Jade, I was so uh, excited to figure out that you were Canadian and French Canadian. I, I had no clue. I had seen you fight before, but I somehow I did not know. Uh, amazing. And how is Quebec City? Quebec City is beautiful the summer, but uh, the winter, it's, it's too cold. Yes. But yes, it's a beautiful definitely. city. Ah, it is. What is mm-hmm. the what is the best thing to do in Quebec City? I think uh, right this summer the, the the old Quebec it's really popular uh, with the castle, um, the Chateau Frontenac. So uh, this I think is the best things to see here in Quebec City. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's be- and I was just telling you before we started the podcast, my wife and I visited Quebec City for the first time last summer, and we stayed at Chateau Frontenac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, mm-hmm. the whole city, the people are so nice. Uh, for anybody that hasn't visited Quebec City, you got to go check it out. Mm-hmm. Brady Bunch, have you been to Quebec City? No, but I'm dying to get to Canada. ASP. Yeah. ASAP. Yeah. yeah, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Uh, Jade, congratulations on your fight. It's been a few weeks now. But, I mean, one we had one... Uh, person submit a question mark at mark mens was asking what were you thinking when you got that knockdown did you think uh, that was it i yes i thought they're gonna stop because the uh there was i think 13 seconds and they did the the count and they let 30 the 13 seconds also normally it's 10 seconds so uh, when i hear when i heard the ring i said the in french tabarnak because <laughs> I thought it was finished, <laughs> but you yeah. can see in the video. I said tabarnak. <laughs> tabarnak is such a funny word. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I know that's like a swear word, but it means, it yeah. means the altar in the church, right? 
That's what it I means. don't know it's... exactly. Oh, you don't know what it is? <laughs> I just know how to use it. <laughs> that's terrible. That's like, uh, yeah, that's like, um, no, it's it's like one of the things in the church. That's what the tabernacle yes. is. It's, but it's, it's something, yes. I think, I think I learned that swear word from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Did you ever watch that movie with Keanu Reeves? It's what the Classic. name is. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's like an old, old movie. No, but, I don't know. Because uh, Napoleon is there. And then when he he's uh, bowling and when he misses bowling, he starts swearing. And all he says is, tabernacle, tabernacle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I thought it was finished. And they did like the, there was the, the, the break, the one minute break. And after the one minute break, they, they said to check. To check to the center to the med, to the doc to check and now she was okay because she she recovered during the the minute but uh, yeah. I think they should have stopped it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because it was pretty devastating. I also love. I think it was was it in the fifth round when you hit her with that body punch. Yeah, yeah, that, that, it was at the end of the fifth round. Yes, oh. and she told me after the fight too. She told me that uh, she was the. Uh, Happy that she heard the ring because yeah. she, was, she had pain. <laughs> yeah. Now, can I ask, because I only, you can only see it from the one angle. Where did you hit her? Did you hit her in the sternum or was it in the, in the rib cage? On like, this side, I think it was uh, from the ribs uh, uh, on the side, the left side. Oh, it looks so painful. Yes. Like, I, yeah, yes. but congratulations beautiful fight i mean it was incredible you put your name on the map like i said you're now the number three ranked flyweight and um i went to my very first bkfc event just uh in april i went to london england and i watched a bkfc event it is insane crazy bkfc is the best live event you can go to Uh, yes everything is intense there (laughs) yeah the, the, the people are crazy yeah. I, heard, I heard you talking before saying how well they treat you money wise. You say they treat you very well, but do they treat you well, like at the event and getting you in there? Like they're, they're, they're a good organization to work with. Yes. Yes. It, it's professional and it's, it's really good. I, I like the promotion and everything is that good. And uh, so uh, I, I, I want to stay with them. Yeah, of course. We mm-hmm. want you to stay with them. You're able to mm-hmm. wear your cool outfits. Yes, here, exactly, here. exactly. That's yeah. what I like. We can see it's really more uh, show, and uh, we have more uh, liberty to do what we want, and uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Now you walked out, and when you walk out, you're very like focused. Eventually, will you be dancing and doing uh, TikTok dances? No, it's not my kind. Uh, <laughs> no, not not doing dance, but. Like this walk, this workout, I was concentrated because they just told me, okay, before walking, you have to to go on the great X. So I was like, I was focusing on where is the great X, and I, I was just walking. Uh, I so yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I for sure I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna dance. Maybe something else, but not that because oh. there's many who dance too. Mm, that's true. That's true. Uh, I heard that you love to do crazy stuff. And that a lot of times after you fight, you pierce yourself, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which is, I mean, it's disgusting. <laughs> did you, did you pierce yourself after this fight? Uh, not yet, but I, I think about what, uh, what is going to be the, my next, 
I maybe on the lids here or I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> can I, can I ask a question? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just started dating someone who's got like I think it's 28 piercings. Oh yeah. Uh, and they want to start <laughs> kickboxing. I kickbox. Uh, but our big fear is all the piercings and stuff. What do you do? Just take them out? Do you put plastic yes. ones in? Uh, exactly. Uh, those I have already. Um, the uh, so I keep it. I, I just take off when I train, when I do contact like sparring or something like that. But that's why I I do a piercing like after a fight because normally I don't train like the week after. But I don't keep it because after I restart training, so I can't. I cannot keep it. I just purse and uh, for a couple uh, couple days or weeks at least, and uh, after I take off. All right, that's that's what makes it so insane, John. Because you're piercing yourself just for like one week of having yes. piercing, and then you dump it. Um, yes. Like I said, you went from MMA to bare knuckle. Was your first bare knuckle fight, was that the first time you got punched with a bare fist? Uh, uh, that, uh, the first bare knuckle fight, you said? Yeah, like, is that the first time you got hit with a bare fist? Because, I mean... No. Uh, <laughs> no, because when I was young, I was not too relaxed. So um, <laughs> I had some... <laughs> like, see, sometimes I was uh, fighting in the bar, something like that. I already have the the lip split uh, like that and I have uh, stitches in I have a, a scar there because it was split and it's n- it's not the first time I already had black eye and things like that but now I put the I put it in a good way like yeah. uh, where it's legal and uh, see I, I have to train hard and everything so now it's better yeah, well, okay. Well, that makes uh, makes sense. You posted this on your Instagram just, I think, maybe yesterday or a few days ago. But here's a picture of you. And you said, never judge a book by its cover because I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I know people, uh, people wrote in asking, aside from bare knuckle fighting, what's the craziest thing you've done? Uh, uh, by like the pursing, like I'm pursing myself everywhere just because I like it. Uh, this is the the kind of thing I like. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, we will go with that. So that's the answer. Um, at your gym where you're training, um, I'm always curious. We've had we've had many bare knuckle fighters on our podcast, and I'm always curious. At your gym, do they think you're crazy? Because not everyone is doing bare knuckle and it's so Mm -hmm. different from everything else. Uh, At your gym, do they love it? Do they support you or do they think you're insane? Uh, Yes, they support me for sure. And I have a good training partner. um, But yes, uh, they told me often uh, I'm crazy uh, to do this, but uh, they are always there to help me. So that's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. No, it's amazing. Your your head movement, your 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 body movement was amazing. Like it's very very professional, very boxing focused. So are you focused solely on boxing now or are you still training in other sports? No, I just do boxing, but right. uh, like uh, you said there's no uh, not many vertical fighters, so I'm in the boxing gym, but uh my my coach uh, Keep in head that it's not boxing, it's bare knuckles. So there's some difference, like uh, 
like exactly uh, more footwork, more uh, uh, head movement, because with the, I cannot do this uh, uh, to block. It's gonna pass. It's gonna pass no gloves. So uh, I have to 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 move more. And there's a couple of difference like that that the, we keep in the head that it's not it's not boxing. It's another sport. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. I ask a question? Uh, yes. How? Because I'm such a fan of bare knuckle. Uh, and believe it or not, I am talking with a specific organization that might might book me to fight someone like me, a very different type of athlete. Uh, but I, like, can you fill us in more about like if I wanted to do this? Because I I mainly trained in like classic boxing and kickboxing with some grappling. What else do I have to do differently? Because I'm already learning from you. Uh, uh, like uh, what you have to do different to for bare knuckle. Yeah, yeah, like in the sense of conditioning, maybe uh, like getting my hands ready. Uh, yes, for sure. Like uh, strengthening your knuckle. That's true. Uh, like uh, hand exercise or uh, wrestle because they, we have less protection. So it's important to do it. And uh, because they, to, to, hit, to hit good, they, sometimes with the glove we can hit, but it's, it keeps the... They were still at a good place, so when you don't have, it's not stable. So this, I did uh, uh, many exercises for wrestle. And um, another important in, in, in the technique, too, is the clinch that, uh, that in boxing we cannot. So And there we can, so it's important to decide. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I, so, like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Freeman. So would you say that maybe someone like myself should keep training kickboxing too and focus on like the kickboxing clinch because it'll probably help me in a bare knuckle fight? Uh, yes, for sure. It's going to help you. Me, what I did, it's a, a tight clinch. I did with uh, someone who was tra- training in uh, Thailand. So uh, I was doing once a week uh, clinch, just one hour clinch, sparring with clinch and just to to put the hand at the good place. And and because I did MMA too, I have the wrestling inside to work with the head. So it's really good because sometimes it's like the the third end, third end, say the head. So um, there's many things like that. And see, the sport is still uh, not new, but uh, it's not been a long time that uh, people do it. Uh, professional so i think there's many things we can work on it that it's not uh on point all right Mm -hmm. no definitely because i think yeah you're right jad because you we see the sport evolving and like even for you like when i'm saying like you were attacking the body a lot yes more than when people started the sport when bkfc was new it was just head 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 Mm -hmm. head but now you're coming in, you're ripping the body a lot. And like that, that punch, I noticed that you were focusing on some body attacks. And then when you landed that shot, I was like, yes. oh boy, it yeah. looks terrible, terrible. And people yeah. just think about the head, but there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's all the body almost, just the, the upper, but there's other uh, point you can punch on it. And I do it in the sparring. I, I punch the body, so I, I, I train like I fight. Yeah. I have one more stupid question, because uh, I know depending on which boxing coach I'm working with, do you aim with your, your first two knuckles mainly, or the, or is it when you hit? Like, is that part of the strategy? 
yes, but yes, like if I do bag, I'm concentrate to really uh, the, the contact on the with the two knuckle, the big knuckle. But in the fight, sometimes it go, uh, thing moves, and I don't. Sometimes okay. I I took I take this one, the two one, but uh, I try the most as I can to take the two there. All yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. When I when I was in high school, my friend John, he always used to punch like this. And he would punch and hit you with his knuckle like this. That was the worst. I hated that guy. <laughs> I don't know if that's a technique you use, John, but if you use that, it's all thanks to me and my friend John. I'm going to keep it. You just stick the it. knuckle out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jade, I, I appreciate you coming on so much. Obviously, you are a huge fan favorite. Uh, people were so excited to know that you're coming on the podcast. They're like, holy cow, she's my new favorite fighter. Uh, Jad, you also have an OnlyFans. You were supported and sponsored by OnlyFans. People wanted to know if they sign up for your OnlyFans, what are they uh, getting here? Uh, on my OnlyFans, I do like uh, sexy things. Yes, for sure. I do things um, linked with the sport. But, uh, like, I do nudity, but I don't do, like, uh, we hear often, like, porn and things like that, but I don't do it. But I do nudity. So I can do custom and things like that. Uh, so that's what I do uh, on my own front. All right. And how do people find you online? I know your Instagram is uh, at Jade Masson Wong. And for people that don't have uh, visuals here, it's at Jade, J-A-D-E dot Masson, M-A-S-S-O-N dot Wong, W-O-N-G. Uh, yes. How did they get you on your OnlyFans? Uh, it's the same. It's the same. Uh, Jade dot Masson dot Wong. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Simple. So they will they will go there. Go follow Jade. Help support her <laughs> and follow you there. Um, did you know this? <laughs> someone wrote this in. Did you know that you only have four stars on WikiFeet? Did you know no. that? <laughs> no. Okay. Jad, that is uh, a lot of people always write in about this on the podcast. I think you have to focus. This is, again, more advice from me. Focus on the feet photos so that you can yes. increase your five star rating. Yes, I have. A, I do sometimes, but I don't, <laughs> I don't do too much. Okay. okay. But I <laughs> yeah good good maybe i'm gonna do more now because i have four stars only <laughs> yes there you go four stars very good four stars is very good but you need that five star shot yes <laughs> um you are now... oh i thought it was on 10 i thought i thought it was on 10 oh. right <laughs> i think i have to work on it no 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 my god no that's terrible oh, that you don't want a four out of ten like, foot mm. Mm. that would be very i have other quality (laughs) that would be very very sad uh like i said you're now the number three flyweight in the division above you is the person you just beat taylor starling then you've got britain hart who she's a friend of the podcast has come on this podcast before but she's the straw weight champion and then you have the champion christine faria so Mm -hmm. my question is what's the next fight you want me, I think, well, I don't understand really the the ranking because we put Taylor up. But me, I think that what is logical is I don't want to fight for the belt like the next fight. I think another fight before 
and after everything good yes but uh, i think that what is going to be good is i would like to fight felis erig and oh, i never ah. know i never know how to say uh, her name lesoril but uh, i know she signed with bkfc like last summer and she never fought and because they were supposed to uh, match us against like uh, they told me in november since november and after they told me january after they changed the opponent and after finally i fight taylor but i think this can be good because she had a lot of experience and she was in the ufc and i think too like uh, the last fight before christine bisan uh what is logical it's i beat her and after uh i i, I have a fight uh, for the belt or like that's what i think maybe like christine feria uh, fight like she have a rematch with the uh, beck rollins me i fight christine bisant and after fight for the belt all right all right now Not bad. I like it. I like it. I do like Christine Herrig. She's been, uh, you know, I've been a fan of hers for so long. So I'd hate for to see you destroy her, but it's got to happen. So just go ahead and do that. I also think Rachel Ostovich would be a good fight. I would like. I would hell, really where, like. Where is she? What the hell happened I was, to her? Hey, I was thinking about that. Like after, even after my first fight against Crystal, I wanted to to uh, fight maybe like. Um, Ra- Raquel Ostevich yeah. or um, Pearl Gonzalez. Yeah. This yeah, could be, be good. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know where but, Rachel Ostevich has gone because she came, right, in, exactly. came in, fought Paige. It was a great fight. She did very, yes. very well and then disappeared off the map. Like, what the hell's going on with her? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She's scared of you, Jad. She's no, of you. no. But I don't think. I think maybe say she don't like to fight too often because I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe she just did one, and it's been I think maybe two two years. Almost. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, Jad, I really appreciate having you on the podcast. Before we let you go, <laughs> I've got two questions that we want to ask. First one is who is someone cool that you think we should have on the podcast? Someone that's mm-hmm. fun to talk to like you. Uh I don't know like uh that's like that uh, other pe- other people in the yeah fighting fighting people. Um I don't know maybe Tai Emery did you talk to her? Um, yeah. I'm a fan. <laughs> We're supposed to talk to her. <laughs> we were supposed to talk to her before, right before she did that thing she did. Oh uh, yeah, because this is gonna this would be really nice. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so we will reach out to Ty Emery for sure. Yes. Now, have you met her? Have you met her? No, no. Oh no! But like oh. all the girls, we talk. We talk here sometimes, and see, I think we have all uh, the same similar thinking because we are not allowed to do this and so we, we think similar and see uh, that that's a, that's good we are different than the other and uh, i think uh, time we can be a uh, good <laughs> yeah yeah for sure for sure i know her manager too so i i will definitely make that happen mm-hmm. all right Uh, Jade, last question for you. It's a question that my mom used to ask me all the time growing up as a child. So I want to ask the question to you, Jade. 
on a scale of one to 10, how happy are you? How happy I am? Now I'm eight, but it depends. It's always, things can go so fast. Everything can change so fast. So uh, the important is to enjoy the present moment because we never know in six months. I can I cannot say where I will be in six months. I don't know. It's always like that huh, in life. Now is a good moment, but I don't know. Maybe in two months it can be different. And so now that's good. All right. That's great. That's great, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we let you go, is there anything that you want to say to the fans, viewers, and listeners of the podcast? Um, thanks to listen to me, and I hope uh, I'm going to give you another good show next time. I don't know when it's going to be my next fight, but uh, I'm always there uh, to give a good show. And if you can go support me on my uh, my uh, social media, yes, my Instagram and my OnlyFan, uh, I really appreciate it. Awesome. Of course. Jad, <laughs> you are the absolute best. Brady Bunches, you want anything you want to say before we let her go? No, nah, just I'm a I'm a huge fan. It was an honor to talk to you and I appreciate all the advice because uh I hope I can have a bare knuckle fight before the year ends somewhere. Uh but thank you. You rock. I hope for you too. I wish you a good fight. You can go to a Quebec City bar or something, because that's where Jad <laughs> learned it, right? <laughs> Jad, all the best to you. Thank you so much. Thank Au revoir. You. Thanks to you. Bye. Bye. bye All right. She's the best. Yeah. She is the absolute best. I really, really like Jod. She is so cool. So nice. She's everything I had hoped she would be. You know what? I wanted to ask her, is it a requirement to have lots of tattoos to fight for PKFC? Yes. You need to go (laughs) tattoo. You know, you need to go get tattoos immediately. Like just cover. Jad has very, very cool tattoos too. Yes, I will say very, very cool tattoos. And to research for this podcast, I do want to say, I listened to her on the sex and violence podcast with, um, our good friend, uh, Ashley Evans Smith. Yes. And that was an excellent podcast. She talks very, very openly and very cool there too. So after you listen to this podcast and thank you so much, then go check her out over there too and support her. Jeez Louise, support her as much as you can. She's a French Canadian kicking ass in the coolest friggin' sport BKFC. Like I love them so much and uh, I can't wait to see her succeed. She's, I can't believe we just got her. She's probably one of the coolest people we've had on the podcast. Right. I I agree. Yeah. Like hot, hot, like right up there. I'm not saying looks hot. That's for you to decide. I am saying like she is right up there in terms of like she's streaking right now as a uh, big time fighter. So she's going to she can be the face of BKFC tomorrow. Like they just promote her and she's going to be the thing. Um, Everybody, thank you for watching the podcast. If you're here because of Jad, we really appreciate you. Please do subscribe and follow to us as well. Um, Support us. We are this is episode 121. I can't believe we're so far along. Next week on the podcast, talking about killers like Jad, we have a young girl from, I want to say Australia. Her name is Celeste Hansen, and she's a Muay Thai fighter who kicked ass at 1FC uh, two weeks ago. She got into a fight. Brady Bunch, did you watch this fight? Did I show nah, you? I was okay. too busy with my, uh, my own Heartache. Yes. So she, so she's a young, young girl, Muay Thai fighter gets into one FC gets bloodied up like crazy. Like she's pouring blood down her face. It was disgusting. The minute the blood starts pouring, she goes into berserk mode and starts just killing this other girl. Like it was a crazy fight. One of the most exciting uh, Muay Thai fights I've ever seen in my life. 
And so she's coming on the podcast. She's out in Bangkok. She's coming on the podcast uh, next week. So we're so excited to see Celeste Hansen. Uh, And friends of the podcast update, I do want to say congratulations to Lupi Godinez. She won her fight. And I do also want to say congratulations to Smiling Sam Alvey. Did you see that Smiling Sam got a win in MMA? No, I did not. Holy moly. Smiling Sam got a win in MMA. He's, you know, let go from the UFC. Yeah. He was in some small promotion. I don't know what it was, but he fights this big dude and uh, does very well, gets on top, ground and pound. Like he was looking aggressive. And then when he gets the mic, he calls out Jake Paul for PFL. I love it. And then says he wants to go to WWE and wrestle Logan Paul. (laughs) (laughs) That PFL fight. Chilling with UFC fighters. Yeah. That PFL fight. What was that? The PFL fight? The PFL fight. Jake Paul versus Sam Alvey. That's a good fight. I I don't. I think that's a pretty good fight. Right. Sam's not a big wrestling guy. He's not like a jujitsu guy. So it's going to be mostly stand and bang. Sam Alvey's experienced, but, you know, not going to kill Jake Paul in seconds. I still would hope Sam Alvey would win. Yes. But I feel like that's a really good fight. I feel like that's a very marketable fight, too. I like it. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I cross my fingers that Sam gets that fight. Though part of me has a feeling that Jake Paul is never going to have this fight. I don't know why. But why wouldn't he fight Sam Alvey? And no disrespect to Sam Alvey, but I feel like Sam Alvey is the kind of guy he would target. Like a guy with a decent name, a guy with a decent record, not jujitsu focused. You might be right. I don't know. It'd be pretty good. It'd be a pretty cool fight. I do love Sam Alvey and I hope he gets it. Uh, Shout out to Rageworks Network podcast. Uh, We're at their podcast network at rageworksnetwork.com. So check them out. Uh, Brady Bunch, I am so glad that, to have you back. So thank you for coming yeah. back. I'm happy to be back. Nice, Needed nice. Yeah. So a couple of weeks off. You're feeling good. Yeah. You're all back. Kicking ass. Good, good. Yeah. I'm. Uh, can I share like a random thing that came across yeah. my way today? Of course. So I'm clearly embarrassed a little to talk about this, but I did not win my rough and rowdy fight, as you yeah. know. Uh, but I love Brittany Vaughn, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so imagine I woke up today, Brittany and I have both been talking about a rematch, whatever, in boxing. Okay. Uh, but what's cool is uh, MMA organization that Brittany's close with, uh, Brittany told me they reached out and they want me to fight in August if I'm down. Uh, kickboxing or MMA. Uh, so originally it sounded like they were going to find some male opponent. But they also threw my way that uh, Brent might be down for a kickboxing match, which would be cool. Okay. Uh, and you know, there's someone who loves to talk smack about me out there that claimed they were retiring. Uh, someone recently sent me a post of her saying I'm a bully and all this stuff. When the truth is, she's the bully. Uh, but I asked them to see if maybe that could happen too. Uh, nice, nice. But yes, I'm I'm bouncing back because I see there's like there's more opportunities for me. I know what I got to do to get better. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I don't know how you'll feel about this, but I reunited sort of with, uh, one of my old coaches. 
<laughs> yeah. Seems like we're patching things up a bit. All right, all right. Uh, part of me thinks that that's the killer uh, that I might need in my corner for all sure. these future fights. Because as you know, you kept warning me to make sure I had a coach down there in West Virginia. You told me every day you were worried about me. Yeah, I was definitely it. on my mind uh, without anyone in my corner in that in that environment. But it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm happy to be back. Uh, nice. And as you can see, I'm I'm actually out there to music producers who are waiting for me in a bit. We're finishing <laughs> up my rock album. Uh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just honestly, Timmy, you're one of uh, I'd say you've become one of my closest friends. This podcast is something I look forward to. Awesome. I get to meet the coolest people. Uh, talk about our passions, uh, and I have a feeling that this year is gonna just get bigger and better i know you shared with me some upcoming guests that are like yeah flowing. Uh, yeah yeah so yeah i'll t- i'll tell you like it, this you know we're at episode 121 and uh when i began this i thought it would just be like i thought i'd be one of the statistics i thought i'd hit 10 and then give up or like not even hit 10 and i at the time i think i thought okay i'm gonna hit 10 i'm gonna i'm gonna hit that double digit you know yeah. and here i am episode 121 Yes. And I'll tell you, there's times when I'm like, I'm quitting this fucking thing. I'm done. I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. Yes. Uh, I think like the time or the effort I'm putting into it and stuff like that. But then, geez Louise, I keep meeting the coolest freaking people. Yes. You know what I mean? Like to, to meet Jade is like so cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, next the week after, uh, sorry, then Celeste Hansen next week. After that, I think we have a very, very cool guest, which I'm so excited to talk to. That's the one I told you about. Yes. Um, and, you know, and then things keep happening. So you're just like, all right, let's do it. I will say I tried to get the attention of a guy on Road to Eight, Road to UFC Asia season two. Yeah. Did you know that thing started? Did you have any idea? The second season? Yeah. No. Okay. I didn't even know about the first one, really, until you brought it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this show. They do not promote this at all. Like we had two it was two weeks of no UFC, right? Like yeah. two weekends of new UFC. It but it's not because fucking this past weekend they had Road to Asia, which was four episodes they released. So it's four hours of friggin' fights, good fights in Asia. They didn't promote this shit at all, except for the day before they posted like a still photo on their Instagram. I don't know if they're promoting elsewhere, but I mean, you know, this is a multi-million dollar company, multimedia, whatever. Like you got to promote this shit everywhere. Yeah. So it's, here's this poster here. Road to Asia season two, Shanghai, China. It's in the Shanghai uh, UFC PI Performance Institute. Interesting. Nobody knows this shit is happening. Yeah. Okay. It's the stupidest friggin' thing. And um so I've I've labeled this portion of our podcast Road to Nowhere. <laughs> so uh speaking about guests, the way that I'll segue into this is in the first four hours, maybe, like however many fights there were, there was one guy that spoke English. Interesting. Now, I get it, you're in Asia. However, there's a lot of people in Asia that speak English. There was maybe one Thai guy that spoke English too, but it was a little bit broken. Okay, so there's one Thailand guy that won. He was pretty cool. But there's one guy who was is from America, from California, trains at AKA with Kane Velasquez. 
he's a Filipino guy, travels all the way over there to compete, and he wins. Yeah. So I'm tagging this guy, posting him. Mark Clamaco is his name. If yeah. you if you're listening to this podcast and know Mark Clamaco, can you go tell him to come on this podcast? I made a story about him. <laughs> I mess. He's got two thousand followers, so it shouldn't be impossible for me to get a hold of him. He sees my story that I make about him. Yeah. Fucking doesn't even respond. I'm like, God damn it. Like, I really want to talk to someone in this goddamn road to Asia, uh, road to UFC Asia. It's the weirdest shit. It, I mean, the weirdest. Thing. It just, you know what? It makes me wonder if there's like a whole nother team handling everything over there. Uh, Maybe. Right. And like, and they didn't give I, them the Instagram password. So I guess so. Right. <laughs> or like, yeah. for example, I know BKFC has like, the BKFC UK Instagram, the right, BKFC right, right. Asia Instagram, right? And they they all work together, but clearly the American side gets most of the push, at least from what we see over here, you know? Yeah, it was just weird. I mean, I really hope Mark Lamacco comes on the podcast because I have so much to ask him. Yeah, And I'll, t- I'll talk to you about a few things. First thing is uh, the goddamn announcers, uh, what do you call it? The, the, the commentators? Yeah. We're not on site. It's it's John Gooden and uh, Laura Sanko. They're stateside. remote, uh, stateside wherever they are, but they're not in Asia in Shanghai. You can't find two fucking people to be at the UFC. Yes, you know it's crazy. That's crazy to me that you can't find two people to be there so that they can feel the energy of the crowd or see it live, like. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so crazy that they couldn't do that. And then John Gooden, I love. He's like, I think he's one of the best announcers. Laura Sanko, I could do without. <laughs> but John Gooden lives in England. It's not even that far for him to go. That's Let alone true. you have to have people. Like, it's so weird that they're not there. And then what's funnier, Alan Jobin is there by himself. And he's the guy that goes in to interview them after. I'm like, why did you fucking fly out Alan Jobin for this? And if anything, now you've got one guy that could be doing the announcing. Yes. All you had to do was find one other person. You know what? You can <sighs> find great. It's so low budget, shitty. You would think they would get some like long retired, older UFC fighters to be flying out there and commentate. Right? Any- Just for the experience, even go to China. Like- anybody. Yes. Anybody. You can't fly out. Maybe Fuck. they know maybe they know that their battle for Asia is a losing cause and like one FC is just dominating over there. So they kind of just do the bare minimum. It's great. I mean, so the 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 four episodes so far like the first round of the brackets cuz it's a tournament, right? Yeah. Uh, if anybody cares. Nobody cares. But it's a it's a bra- great fights like knockouts and whatever, like really good fighters, like great. Um, but the, the, the UFC PI, like the, the um, fans, like are the, the bleachers or whatever. Yeah. Half empty. Like you couldn't yeah. even fucking fill it. That doesn't, doesn't Shanghai have like 8 billion people living, right? Like yeah. you, couldn't, you couldn't give like a hundred of them free tickets to come and watch this stupid thing. Uh, so it's kind of embarrassing when you see how empty it is. And then the fact that the announcers aren't there, um, 
then what was funny is Alan Jobin goes into, you know, to do the post fight talk, like interview. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is in Shanghai. So he asked the question in English. Then there's this guy that translates it into, I'm assuming, Mandarin or Cantonese. Mm-hmm. Then there's another translator because this other fighter will be like, whatever, like, you know, uh, you know, he's Filipino or something. So then that guy translates it into Tagalog. Then the fighter answers. The Tagalog guy has to translate it back into English for Alan Jobin. And then the Chinese guy has to translate it back for the crowd in, in Cantonese or Mandarin. It, it literally took like 10 minutes to say, Congratulations, great fight. Thank you very much. Like it was so stupid. This I don't know how they can fix that. Maybe just don't have post fight speech and then like record them saying something later into it. But it just it, the flow is so bloody awful. Like I get it. Just, just this whole thing is crazy. But uh yeah. Anyways. I'm gonna check it out though. I am gonna watch it. Sure. I mean, you know, if you've got four hours to waste, you've got four hours of great fights, like good, good fights. But uh, anyways, if you're watching this podcast, Mark Clamaco, God damn it. Go, someone go find Mark Clamaco and tell him to come on the podcast. Stop ignoring us. He's the on, only Mark. guy. He's the only guy that I, that I think would be appropriate for this podcast. Um, we've had people like, so I was messaging with someone and they said, well, how come you don't, don't, don't just get any of the fighters and just have a translator? It's just difficult. It's, uh, we've done it once with one fighter who I loved, which was Jeon Kim. And that's because she's one of my favorites, but for anybody else, it'd be so hard to create like a, a bond but, or build rapport. You know? Yeah. Unless, unless one of us was fluent in that language, maybe. Yes. Wait, <laughs> do you speak any other language? No. No. Okay, okay great. That was, I tried. No, no. Yeah, no. As I told Jade, I spoke French up until grade 12. Not even. And I can speak nothing. So uh, I am not good with languages. Holy crap. I swear to God. That is crazy. Wait, okay. I can't. I kind of oh. can't see. Okay, I'm showing this into the podcast now. Mark Klamako has just responded. No way. I swear to God. I am down to be on the podcast. Just let me know the time and date. Live. <laughs> as we're recording. Yo, his ears were ringing. Yeah. Uh, How crazy is that? Yeah, that is oh crazy. Oh, my God. The universe is working with us here. Holy cow. Who else should we name to <laughs> that we haven't been able to get yet that may have Misha Tate. Misha Tate. Yes, Misha. Where are you at, Misha? All right. Well, guys, that is live breaking news. Mark Clamaco, winner of his flyweight fight at frickin' Road to Asia, which we all love and support and think Road to Asia is the greatest thing ever. Mark Clamaco is coming on the podcast. Okay, we will get him on. Oh, crap. Very soon. We will. Maybe we'll have to do two interviews next week because I want to get him while he's fresh. You know, I want to get it while it's fresh. All right. Very cool. Shit. Look at that. Should I delete everything I just said bad about? Uh... No, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad, but right? He might get a good laugh out of it. Don't send anything. Okay. Now all the people that are were going to help me, don't do anything. Just shut up. Just <laughs> don't say anything bad about this thing. All right. That is fucking cool. All right. Uh, we have a good amount of time. Brady Bunch, I want to show you a quote 
that was said on our last podcast by Matt Brown. All right. Matt Brown came on the podcast and I'm calling this segment. That's what he said. Matt Brown came on the podcast. And the main reason I wanted to have Matt Brown on the podcast as people knew was because he was talking about how wussy the world is, right. And how wimpy the world is and how, uh, how society is weak, stuff like that. He's very eloquent in speaking. He's very articulate. I was uh, very impressed with uh, talking with Matt Brown. And if you didn't watch the podcast, go watch it. Amazing. The quote that I took out of the interview, and I'm trying to do like one quote per episode, you know, so I got to figure out what quote we'll use from Jad. Yeah. I pierce everywhere. (laughs) No, I'm saying that was her quote. Uh, Here is the quote from Matt Brown. If you walk around like a sheep, of course the wolves will attack you. Yeah. Now, Brady Bunch, I won't feel bad. Did you watch the podcast at all? I didn't watch it all. Okay. Sorry. Did, you hear him, did, did you hear him say this quote? Uh, if you walk around like a sheep, of course the wolves will attack you? I think I more so saw you share something earlier. Oh, okay, okay. From. So... What do you, can I just ask, when you hear that quote or you, when you see that, forget that Matt Brown said it. Yeah. What do you think about this quote? Is it offensive to you? Not at all. Okay. I, I can't, I can't see why anyone would get offended by that. So what do you think being, being that you didn't hear it in context, what do you think that quote means to you? Uh, so basically if you walk around scared, if you're not well-trained, if you don't stick up for yourself, in my opinion, people are going to take advantage of you, right? Uh, but if you show a little more teeth, you do some work on yourself, uh, well, if people think you're a sheep, they're going to be surprised and they're going to learn more so that you're actually more of a wolf in sheep's clothing, right? Uh, it's kind of like, I'm thinking back, some of my friends would say I was like a bully killer, Uh if I saw someone bullying someone back in the day in like high school, I made it my mission to bully the bully. Uh, <laughs> and very often, yeah, just gained, they respected the crap out of me. Uh, and they often would stop picking on the quote sheep that were just like out there, easy pickings, right? Like Marin, one guy literally attacked a kid with like severe, severe autism. That's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like, yo, so I made it my mission. Like, yo, I'm letting this person know, right? Like I yeah. saw what you did and, uh, it's never going to happen again. And, uh, yeah. So I think they, you know, and uh, there was a point in time before I got that mentality in me where I was more timid. Uh, yeah. and it just, I don't know. So fill me in. Am I close to what Matt meant? And fill yeah, me in well, on why I people think- would be offended. So it's so crazy that you said what you just said. I feel like the universe is working with us today because, um, well, I think what Matt said could be taken in many different contexts. I think like, I don't think it only applies to you being uh, physically imposing. I think it also just means, I mean, obviously martial arts will be a way for you not to look like a sheep, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you can fight or not. I mean, there's always going to be someone else that can beat you up. You know what I mean? Like, so you'll never be the strongest or the best or someone will just naturally be bigger than you. What are you going to do? But I think it's about like the air of confidence you put out 
when you're maybe trained or maybe just when you have a different personality or a different outlook on life. Like if you don't look as, as our co-host last week, Alana was saying, like if you just walk around like with a hoodie and head hunched down all the time, it's just about your physical look. Right. And we're not saying that people will always beat you up or that you shouldn't tell people to stop bullying, but we're saying that bullies look for those kind of people. Yes. But it's so crazy what you said. So I post that post with Matt Brown and he collabs on it, which thank you so much, Matt Brown. Cause anytime that a fighter accepts the collab post, yeah, it, it's so much cooler, you know? Um, one guy, and I'm not going to say the names of people. If you want to go on our Instagram at Fight Insight Podcast and then find the post, you can find who these people are. But one guy immediately writes, this doesn't work for a lot of people. Kids on the autism spectrum will get bullied regardless, for oh example. My God. Perfect. <laughs> so it's funny that you said that. Now, right away in my brain, I'm like, who the fuck bullies someone? Well, I guess autism, though, you wouldn't see it necessarily, but... Like, you why would what? you be picking on someone that has a disability? That's crazy to me. Like, bully, bully. Like, you know what I mean? Like, actually bullying. So I wrote back. I said, what did I say? I said, no one fix works for everything or everyone. That's a given. But then even more so a reason to create a strong society to deter bullying across the board. Uh, there will always be people disadvantaged and unable to stand for themselves, but that that's what makes it even more important for those that can stand up to do so. So exactly what you just said, yes. this quote, this quote should speak even more to you like that guy, because if you think, well, fuck, this world is always going to pick on people that are disadvantaged, even more so important that more people. And again, not, can be able to fight people, but just be willing to stick up for those people. Yes. But if you're a friggin', and I don't want to say wimp because it's not about that, but if you're just one of those people that will just pick up your phone and video record or some shit without saying something, then essentially you're letting that shit happen. Yep. That's so crazy that you said that. I mean, it's like the perfect thing. Yeah. Are you this, are you this person? Are you that person that said that? <laughs> no. but you know uh, what? that is crazy and uh and yeah you know it's so messed up right and it doesn't let's keep it real there's groups of people that are targeted right so for example right. i'm queer right yeah and i think what annoys a lot of people who hate on queer people is when they come for me i'll come for them back right they try right, to make right. fun of me usually it doesn't work out well for them right uh <laughs> So like, yeah, no, just in general, uh, people have to speak up for others. doesn't mean you have to physically like assault yeah. someone for someone else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. And to go back to what that guy said, there are some people that unfortunately are sheep, right? Not to say that like autistic children are sheep, but there are some people that really are timid. They don't have that fighter yeah, mentality yeah. and they're yeah. it's like, they're easy prey. Right. But when there's people yeah. like us aware, like that commenter, right. Yeah. Yeah. We need more people speaking out. Uh, yeah. 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 So I dig, uh, I dig yeah. Matt Brown's quote. It makes me wonder, right. Like his mentality, love the way he handled Connor. Right. And all that yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah this uh, son of a bitch does a great quote on our podcast and then goes and fucking gives another great one to goddamn Bisbing. Yes. God damn it, Matt Brown. But no, I, Hey, yeah. And you're talking about the quote that he did for, uh, about Conor McGregor calling him a, 
a bitch and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, let me give another response. It, it was more positive and more understanding than not. Uh, but here's another one. Interesting idea, but not everyone can always be on guard against bullying like that. I think that just accepting that there's always going to be bullies doesn't necessarily solve the problem. We're not saying that. Yeah. We're, we're not, not going to. <laughs> like, we don't like it. Yeah. Right? Like, like that's what's weird too. And in today in today's society, what I always feel weird is people always think there's no f- middle ground. Yes. Like no they're right. always like. Well, if you're always on this side, then what about this? Like, like, well, yeah, we can be somewhere in the middle. Like, just because he says, don't be a sheep, doesn't mean he's saying, just let the bullies run wild. Like, yeah, you can attack this on multiple prongs. Yes. So, I don't know. That that one was a little bit strange, but that person was polite. We we talked back and forth a little bit, and uh, things were good on that one. Uh, People said, fuck yeah. Um, (laughs) I like this guy. He says, that's why I do it. It's a trap. (laughs) <laughs> like like he's suckering people into like targeting him and then he beats them up or something i don't know uh and again this isn't about fighting per se right like i just remember like i'm not gonna fight people i'm an old man for god's sakes i remember when i was doing martial arts um you know you do feel better about yourself you feel a little bit more positive not that you would fight but you just feel better about yourself in general i remember i was at a restaurant and this guy like he was a big big dude um, he started like talking shit to the waitress or the maitre d' or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like just, he's saying something rude and he said it a few times. And then eventually I just went up to him and I go, Hey buddy, can you just leave this girl alone? Like she's just doing her job. Like just relax, you know, because he was getting like real, like kind of aggressive and you could see this girl was like, what the fuck? And then I said, it and he's like, Oh, whatever, whatever. And then, then he just walks away. And then <laughs> a friend I was with is like, are you fucking crazy? And I'm like, what? I'm like, well, someone had to stand up for this girl. Like I go, I'm not going to fight this guy. I guess if I had to, I guess I would, I get killed, but fine. But it was like, but you shouldn't just stand there and just let him verbally keep complaining to her. And there's so many people watching it happen. Like yep. most people, uh, let's put it this way. I've been attacked verbally in the most disgusting ways on the past. Of course. Train. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. and like nine times out of 10, the majority of people just sit there in silence. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I do remember the few times though, where certain individuals spoke up for me and it meant the world to me, yeah. even though like yeah. it's probably could have handled the situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Where there's one guy losing his shit on me in the train. Right. Uh, and this big older brolic dude literally just came across, put his arm on, on the armrest in between us looked at the other guy and said do you have a problem and you should have seen that man run off the train on the next stop yeah, like a yeah, hour yeah, right yeah. like meant the world to me to have someone witnessing yeah. it and show me support and yeah yeah right yeah. uh yeah unfortunately i think most people are sheep uh i hate to say it in the sense when it comes to confrontation right yeah even when they know something's wrong they will not speak up they freeze yeah. Let me get, let me get to a few more. Uh, we don't have to go into each one deep, but here's this guy says, or just get one of those lions, not sheep shirts. Love you, bro. But this, but this shit is dumb. That's like, that comment's dumb. And I like the shirts. <laughs> yeah. So do I actually, I like that. Hey, if lions, not sheeps wants to sponsor this podcast, I'd be fucking all for that. Again, I, I don't understand what this guy doesn't understand. Like, 
And and then even the lion's not sheep shirt, like he has a problem with that. Like you don't understand that there's a benefit. You don't have to be. And here's the thing. I said, I think I said in another comment, you don't have to be a lion or a sheep. You can be a fucking goat. You could be a horse. Like there's lots of other animals, you idiot. You don't have to, you know what I mean? Like I get it. It's saying just don't be so weak. And it's not about weak physically or weak martial arts wise. It's about being weak mentally as well or or confidence wise like the lion isn't necessarily a doesn't have to be a killer in the cage but they can just be someone yeah. who stands up for their morals or who has like yeah. strength and character like it's beyond that uh i like this one very true don't be a weak sheep or the wolves will reap that's pretty cool uh i disagree all I disagree. All you got to do is know how to defend yourself. How you look to others is their problem. That's silly. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That that's a tough one too. Uh, bop, 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 bop. I like Matt Brown, but fuck this tough guy bullshit again. Obviously, the guy didn't watch the podcast because it's not about that. Like it's it's in context. You got to think. I don't know. I just, I really appreciate Matt Brown coming on because uh, I liked what he was saying. And then when he was on the podcast, he said it again and he said it well. And so I think like, if you didn't watch that podcast, please do go back and watch it because I think it's good just for your overall personality uh, or I don't know. It's just good for you to hear those kind of positive messages. And I, and he wasn't saying go around and beat people up. That's not his I, fucking. I agree. Yeah. You know? Um. Anyways. Yeah. I just wanted to do a little bit of a, debrief or a post debrief, whatever the hell you call it on the podcast, because I thought those things. And then when I see those comments, I'm like, all right, so people don't like, that's why I had him on the podcast. I, you know, these last few years in the world, things went crazy. I didn't say this last week, but you know, the world went crazy. And like, I realized a lot of people's characters and their morals and how they were as a person, because we got put through a really weird thing in this world. Yes, we did. And it shocked me how, I don't know the right term, but it shocked me how weak some people were. Yeah. Or, 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 like, or how they would turn so weirdly on, on certain things. And I don't care what your choices were. I don't care what you believe in or anything. Right. But it showed that when push came to shove, there were some people that really like, I don't know, hard to respect certain people, hard to respect the way they would behave, stuff like that, you know, but you're right. I don't know. Just a weird world, but I don't know. Thanks to Matt Brown and, and geez, Louise. Thanks to Jod. Jod was very, very cool. Yes, she was. Uh, so you're going to do your bare knuckle fight. I believe so. I'm, st- nice. I'm supposed to I'm in the process of solidifying that. Uh, nice. Nice. I think you have to talk to someone about how you condition your knuckles or how you condition your hands. Like, and I think you got to start doing that like yesterday. TSAP. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I agree. Just turn around and start punching holes in the wall. If you don't mind, uh, you know, at some no point. Problem with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're right at time. We're right at perfect time. Is there anything that you wanted to say before we go? I have a quick question. Uh, yeah. Just cause I'm, I'm a fan. When's Chelsea's fight up? Do you remember? No. Chelsea Chandler's fight. I'm sure the girl will back out before it happens. What's <laughs> Chelsea Chandler. Chelsea right. Chandler. She's I'm hoping B- that happens. Yeah. She's the BMF of the women's division. 
Where where's her fight? I don't know if I'll be able to see it quick enough. Norma Dumont, so, July fifteenth. July fifteenth. All right. Maybe we could have her on for a brief something before her fight or yep. after. Yep. After after. Let's do uh, after. And you know what? And here's the other thing. Our friend Trap Daddy during the announcement with his boxing match. Yep. I'm really happy that he's he's getting back out there. Uh, yeah, I am too. And the and the American Ninja from Rough and Rowdy is also fighting on that card. Oh, very uh, nice. So yeah, I'm excited to to check that out. Uh, but otherwise, you know what? Uh, yeah, I hope everyone tell your friends about this podcast. We want more Spotify listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm going to quickly plug my upcoming rock album. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Timmy B is going to be the first to hear it. But as soon as I get off, I'm going to go work with this awesome producer, Barb Morrison and Jeremy Kinney. Jeremy was just touring with Fletcher. I don't know if you know the, the artist. Nice. Uh, but I'm super excited to share all that with the world because it's fight music. Uh, and and one of your old songs was just posted for that 1FC Road to 1FC tournament. Yes, right? My coach hit me up this morning. He was like, yo, I had to send you to this, right? Pure, like, I guess they, they checked out my page. Now I'm all about the kickboxing and, like, just the fact that they used my song means the world to me. And that solidifies me probably going there to watch the event live. And maybe, Timmy B, we could talk about Maybe there's some pro fighter there that we could get on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. No, very cool. But uh, thank you for watching. This will end the podcast now uh, for our audio listeners. For the people watching on the visual, we're going to put a few uh, links to some of the shows that you can watch now. If you're checking us out on YouTube, we'll put that up. So click on those. Aside from that, Brady Bunch, it was awesome to have you back. I'm so happy that you're back. The team is back together. Um, yes. And I, I love my guest co-hosts, but I love having Brady Bunch back. And uh, we'll, we'll see you guys next week with Celeste Hansen. And goddamn, Mark Lamacco is coming on. So that's pretty <laughs> cool. All right. Have a great uh, have a great one, guys. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, Brady Later. Bunch.